You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your hunk. I'm Doge, and they think I'm hiding in the chunks, watching, waiting to strike. I am the chunks. I'm Carter, and (laughs) I chunked you! I chunked you! (laughs) That was pretty good. That was good. Can you do a Paul Dano? I don't know. I haven't tried. Did we scary. not know that until right now? That's not well, that Paul was Dano. Colin Farrell. But oh, that was Co- Colin Farrell. You're right. Dang. That was <laughs> Colin Farrell. Embarrassing. Colin Farrell <laughs> in inhabiting the body of Richard Kind. Yes. Yes. Jordan, why are you inhabiting the body of a hunk? There's a game. Wait. Is Richard Kind who was the voice of Bing Bong? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Um, how much does Colin Farrell look like him? A lot. <laughs> Just by the way, oh. is the answer a lot? There's a game yeah. taking over the social meeds currently. It's uh, hot kids your age. A little game called Farmville. Mine are talking about local elections. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only social meeds I'm on is the TikTok, and the TikTok is blowing up about. Elden Ring, which I am playing. Um, are either of you playing it? I don't think so, right? No. <laughs> no. Just checking. Just checking. Didn't know if you had the stones to step in to the yeah. ring. The Elden Ring. Uh, no, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to get in there and try to mix things up with the tree sentinel. He only knows that boss name because I just said it, by the way. Yeah, don't give Doge <laughs> so much credit. And the reason I said it, if you're playing Elden Ring, you know Tree Sentinel blocks your path right when you come out into the game. Today I beat him. If he's simply just alternate a combination of light and heavy attacks, you'll be able to dodge most of his branches whenever he strikes. You just have to learn his attack pattern. You sound so dumb right now because he uses a halberd, he rides a horse, and the way I beat him was I got on my horse and rode around him in circles, hitting him with... Light, quick attacks every time I rode past. So he's, a, so he's a tree? He is not. Use an axe. Cut him down. I, he isn't a tree. I don't know if Doge, you heard you, should, you sound like you would be good at this game. You should play it. I, you would, see, you that's know, the thing. You know so I much. It doesn't seem hard. Tree sentinel, axe. Cut him down. What do you have? A stone sentinel? Use a dynamite. Blow him up. A water sentinel? Use a straw. Drink him up. It's easy. <laughs> it's all so easy. Podcast friends, this is the same person that bounced off Bloodborne when he hit Cleric Beast. Just throwing because that Because there's, there. there's not an elemental counter to Cleric Beast. What am I, I'm going to go in there and be non-devout to this. I'm going to be so... I'm going to fall away from the faith. I'm going to commit apostasy to this, this Cleric Beast. has never heard of using fire. Anyway, I also beat Margaret the Fell Omen, the very first story boss. That's right after Titus. <laughs> when I... <laughs> technically, that's Philemon. Titus and Philemon. I just I'm pretty once, sure I'm actually pretty sure it's Margaret Robbie. Just once I want to be 
the hunk <laughs> with respect. It really is. That should be why, on the bingo card. Why won't you guys? Why won't you guys respect me for being good at my video game? <laughs> it is funny how much the Souls games are like Big Boy Zelda. <laughs> it's like scary hard Zelda. Conceptually, I think I would be really, really into it. I I don't have the like uh the like patience the the willingness to continually back myself up to the butt kicking machine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is there is a certain degree of masochism involved in playing <laughs> these <laughs> games where it's like you have. To I like to. Weirdly, I like it when you play it and then tell me about it. Yeah, right. I'm like that right. sounds cool. I like that. You That's ha- really cool. You have to weirdly <laughs> enjoy the feeling of like trying to see if you're strong enough to snap your controller in half. Like you have to weirdly <laughs> oh, enjoy the feeling of creaky, just being like, creaky, creaky. Ah! Like, so <laughs> mad. <laughs> oh man, but it goes it goes down pretty smooth. It goes down pretty smooth. If I'm being honest with I'm you, I'm just. I just have so much rage day to day. Yeah, no, me too. You know. But it's good to take it out on fictional uh, <laughs> elder gods, essentially. Yeah, I'm, that sounds. So like George R. George R. R. Martin did this, huh? Uh, he wrote he wrote the finner points of the story, I believe. Okay. Can I tell you? It he feels a little it, which bit is interesting. Yeah, that's shocking. Yeah, Brandon Sanderson really threw that gauntlet down to him, didn't he? Yeah, got him. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about this week. It isn't. Surely. It isn't what we're talking about this week because what we are talking about, yeah, we already spent way more time on Elden Ring than I intended in this episode. The thing we are sure. talking about this week is the finale the... of our <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. The finale of our Batman series. Uh it is the, the... standalone First movie of Matt Reeves' Batman trilogy known as The Batman. The Batman. Has a sequel and a sequel to that sequel officially been greenlit? Um, I don't think anything has officially been greenlit, but let's be real. It's happening. Mm, Yeah, probably. Let's be real. It is. Cool. In fact, happening. Uh, Before we jump in, Doge, would you give us a synopsis? This week's IMDb synopsis has no author. Dang it. Which, of course, means that like as in the old tales, this synopsis sprung fully formed from the head of Zeus, as did Ew. Athena. Mm-hmm. Did that sound like lightning? That it did. did. Like lightning it sounded, makes no noise. It sounded like you, you ran over Donald Duck's toes, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> what if Donald Duck was mad at me, but like was trying to be cool about it? When the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. I respect how short that is. I think it's a I think that's a Warner Brothers job. I think that's insider trading. Okay, I would like to now submit my guesses for your rankings. Yes, I was about to say. I want you guys, I'll, let's take a minute to guess how everybody feels about this Are we going to guess the scientific cinema scale rating that everybody will give it or the like general like vibe of their feelings? Let's, let's guess general vibe. I don't want to rob the scientific cinema scale of its potency. Okay, my guess for Carter. Okay. My guess for Doge is loved it, but hesitantly. My guess for Carter is, is just loved it. Okay. 
Um, my guess for Jordan, and I'm going to do it in, in experiences that I was imagining in the theater at certain points when I was there. What is Jordan doing? My guess for Jordan is he had some moments where I don't think he's set on this being like the best iteration of Batman, but I think you had moments where you were like, finally, they're, they're getting this part of him right or something like that. Okay. And again, I know the least about this stuff. And Doge, I think, was cautiously optimistic. So I feel like, but I feel like you're both bi, to be honest. I don't know. This is fun. <clears throat> I think that Carter is 100% in on this. <clears throat> uh, I think it was just interesting enough. The characters were just multifaceted enough that Carter is absolutely 100% on board with this. I think that Jordan loved this movie, but there is going to be one thing about this movie that Jordan takes a very hard stance on and says, that's the worst thing. That's, that's the worst version of that we've ever gotten. I don't know what that thing is, but that's the, that's the vibe I'm getting. I think there's going to be a thing that Jordan's like, this is fun. incredibly out on. Interesting. Interesting. We should do this with new movies. Yeah. I like, especially when we don't, only when we don't get to see them together, I guess. Well, right. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I'm going to start our discussion with my super dump. Yeah. Wow. Go. Three, two, one, go. Is this your hard stance? I think you're going to be shocked here, Doge. Uh, I have only two negative things to say about this movie. Ooh. And I'm going to say them both now, although only one is my super dump. But I'm going to go stand in the heavy defender corner for the rest of this conversation, I think. <laughs> cool. Um, the, fir- the, um, the, the, the biggest thing I disliked about it was… Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sum it up. It's, it's kind of two things combined into one, but they have to do with each other. It is, I'm going to sum it up as um, Bruce. I can't wait. Wayne. <laughs> okay. Not enough Bruce Wayne. Okay. Not a fan of skulky Bruce Wayne. Emo Bruce. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? I'm not emo a huge Bruce. like emo Bruce recluse. Not recluse, yeah. but like the like, nobody gets me. Like, I don't love that Bruce. Nobody understands Yeah, me. I don't love that Bruce. Um, Something in the way. Yep. Yeah. And then that, so that is my super dump is, and it's not even Pattinson's <laughs> portrayal so much as it is the writing of like this, like emo sad Bruce is weird. How much was me. his hair and influence on that though? Right. Oh, big time, <laughs> big time hair influence. It's incredibly. I mean, that is almost like Kingdom Hearts hair. I was just going to say, if it's like an him anime to character, <laughs> drive into the Batcave for the first time and you can like faintly hear like, hey, me today. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, and then the other thing that I disliked uh, was that we let go of our narration after the first scene and didn't bring it back until the very end. I feel like I would yeah. have loved an internal mm. monologue for the whole movie. Why um, not? It's cool. noir enough. It's yeah. detective enough, I think. We just keep the narration. I agree. I and I was looking for Like it started and I was like, <gasps> monologues. And then yeah. it never came back until the end. So I wish that what there was What a great more. way to get to know him better. His head. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Well, there was the perfect thoughts. framing device for that too. That it's a, it's, it's like a his log, the Batman log. Yeah. 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 I wish there was more. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, I didn't, I, I, I think my super dump is clever. It's just a, a different way of basically saying yours. Oh, okay. So it's going to sound, it'll be weird for me for it to come up later. Okay. Because I, I would have basically been agreeing with you. My super dump is Edward Cullen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because the Bruce Wayne moments, where he's just nobody gets him and he's a barely moving his mouth pouty boy. Yeah. I was like, man, this is unfortunate. 
this would have hit better for me personally if he was never Ed Cullen. And that feels unfair because, but if you're looking at popular culture, Batman and Twilight, I mean, Batman's further up there, but Twilight has a cult following. True. It's had a a bit of a resurgence lately, actually. And it doesn't, it doesn't help that like our pet is not aging. I know. Yeah. Young as he did. I know. Um, but yeah, though there there were little moments that took me out because it took me to something else that was not nearly on. Can I, can I, can I, I tell you, I I honestly did not think of Edward Cullen a single time during my yeah. movie experience. I didn't That's think of, I didn't think of Edward. I just got frustrated with the emo Bruce. But I see the Edward all over it now that you've specifically brought it up. I really well, do. it's just how yeah. slowly he moves his head. All the yeah, time, how Edward did. Yeah, I could just I could tell he smelt blood somewhere. No, this no. feels like, from a script perspective, it feels like we're kind of going back to the Batman 89 balance of Batman versus Bruce. Because there is so much more Batman in There's this. There's almost we've gotten, no Bruce, honestly. There is hardly any Bruce in this. I could have uh, used and I, more. I'm, yeah, I think that's that's one of the interesting things about this movie is that like it sort of does the thing that Batfleck did this well uh Spider-Man Homecoming also did this where it's like, we we know exactly all about this dude. We don't have to see his parents die again. We don't have to see him decide he wants to be a Batman, sure. all of that stuff. But there is so much that's implied here. You know what I mean? Like that it is, I don't think it's I, possible for anyone who, who is a participant in the current zeitgeist to come to this with no knowledge of this is Batman. But I think if such a person did exist, they would be pretty lost. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like and this, this requires a certain level to stay of stay away of, from the origin story again. I really yeah. do. I get that. But I'm with you in the sense that I th- I think where I'm at is like, and this this folds into kind of what I'm saying with the Bruce thing is like, th- yes, this is Batman, and we know Batman. But who is this iteration? You know what I mean? Right. I, I feel like we we in particular really really lean on Michael Caine to inform our Alfred here because Andy Serkis has probably three scenes in this movie. Oh, I disagree with and the first part of your sentence. I don't think he's anything like the Michael Caine Alfred. I don't think so either, but we we lean on past incarnations. We lean on audience's general knowledge to infer things about the relationship between Bruce and Alfred, things about like, we, we don't lay a ton of groundwork, I guess, before, for the, the characters here. Yeah, before we get too far away from talking about how much Batman was in the Batman. Right. Um, I it made a lot of sense to me narratively because I think is he's are we to guess this is year two? Mm-hmm. It is year of two of him being the Batman. Yeah, yeah. We saw the journal; it was pretty blatant, I guess, right there. Uh, and it, it was I was kind of thinking to me even before the Riddler is saying Edward is telling him in Arkham Asylum, I know he, this is you, this is you. Batman is is you normal. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is the act, which I always love the like back and yeah, forth between it's very that. Fun. Yeah. It feels like much like when you're just trying to break the cognitive dissonance and just be as most comfortable as you can. It feels like the suit is his blanket right now. For it sure. feels like yeah. I think he's far more comfortable behind the mask right now. So that's why Look, I don't like, want to complain about how, that's much, how much Batman there is. I only want Absolutely to complain about not. how little Bruce there is. And that that brings me to, let's talk about the actual opening of our movie now that I've selfishly gotten my super dump out of the way immediately uh, because it is the beginning both, of the Both movie. of you guys have. I just got to put the rest of the episode on my back, I guess. The opening of this movie with fault. the Riddler watching the uh, candidate for mayor, or no, the incumbent. The current mayor, um, yeah. 
through his house and breathing so heavy through the binoculars. Absolutely terrifying Riddler up in the uh, loft with the incumbent mayor. Absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah. It is then later contrasted with Batman doing the same thing at um, Selena's house, like trying to figure out where this girl is um, yeah. and how similar they are. There's a lot of parallels between who the Riddler is and who Batman is throughout this movie, uh, hinted at most clearly by the Riddler himself. Um, but then we get, and and stop me if I get to something that you really want to stop down on because I want to get to the best Batman to screen introduction of all time. I completely agree with that. The monologue yeah, while the all the criminals yeah. are doing their crimes, yeah, 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 yeah. look up and see the yeah. bat signal and begin to panic thinking Batman could be anywhere right now. Yeah, that was yep. really, really, The monologue, that's the line I quoted in the beginning, they think I'm in the shadows. I am the shadows. It's very good. Ooh. It's very Batman. Ooh. It's very Batman. And then the fight, yeah. I mean, I'm, I am trying not to be hyperbolic. I am trying to be a true, authentic, genuine me. I think that The Dark Knight is a better film than this. I think that this might be the best Batman movie. Batman movie. Hear me say that. That I've ever seen. I think, man, it's tough because I can't come to this as anything other than a super Batman fan. Right, I know. Like the 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 things that are commonly the complaints commonly like leveled against Batman as an idea. The whole like man that is so over the top and dark and broody. The I am the shadows. That's really stupid. I love that's that the stuff. stuff I like about it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's some of my favorite stuff about it. And I I don't know, man. I cannot come to this with any sort of objective opinion. I know. I like. I think I would agree with you. The Dark Knight is a much better movie than this. Uh, I don't know and, that I would say I think a that, much better movie. I just think it's a better movie. I think it's a better movie and I think the characters in The Dark Knight are better because I think they're a little more fully rounded than sure. this character. Yeah. I think that's a better script than this. For sure. I agree. But I think this is a... A better Batman uh, experience. How about I, that? A better I think Batman this is a better experience. Batman experience. Yeah. I'll, I'll co-sign that for sure. Mm -hmm. This was my favorite. Uh, we, we talked about a little bit, I think, at the... Maybe at Dark Knight Rises... Yeah, it could have been sprinkled throughout a lot of our episodes of just how many kind of iterations we're getting of so many characters. And obviously, you know, Batman, Alfred are the ones that are pretty consistent all the time. Commissioner Gordon, I think those are our big three mm -hmm. that we see in every single uh, movie. But I think this is my favorite Batman. Yeah. Like I, I, my super pump is that he's, he's been now made, he is, he is Freddy Krueger. He is Michael Myers. Dude, he that's is, what I said. He is like, He's terrifying. His theme like song is reminiscent of the Halloween theme in a way with the piano yeah. and the repeating lines yeah. so that when he is stalking and it's just doing that dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. it's like, oh no, what's he going to do? It was it's like Jaws yeah. too. 100%. It was akin yeah. to, and I don't even think we ever got it back this strongly as in the Nolan series, but when they're around the like um, freighter, like storage units, when he's just kind of popping in and out and people are yes. absolutely terrified. Yep. We, grabbed, me. We, we grabbed that, but <laughs> then the movies became so much more about the villains being the scariest part of it. Right. Yeah. But the best thing is no one else can get into the ring with these lunatics but Batman. Right. And he needs to be terrifying. Yep. That's why it's scary when, you know, Edward D. Masks is just kind of so <laughs> glad to see his number. He loves this guy. Like that, 
that's when we can get to that obviously with a different character Ooh. analysis. But the fact that Batman was Jaws in this movie yep. is is so wonderful. And it's something I love with it. Um, the soundtrack was almost my super pump because it is just so good. Michael Giacchino is unbelievable. He does. This is my favorite. My favorite. He does everything. This, this soundtrack yeah. is very good. The if you haven't listened to the, um, I think Batman Riddler. Catwoman and Penguin all have their own, like, essentially, yeah. like, scores on Riddler's the soundtrack. Great. And it's very, very good. Yeah, the Riddler's… It's, just, it's Ave Maria reharmonized. Yep. It's yeah. terrifying. Um, I, I, it was almost the soundtrack, but it, it, the sound design with Batman, the heaviness of his steps when he would enter a room and the way that he just kind of, like, dissolved from the shadows. Yes. I had… Uh, I don't know what it was. I think… Matt Reeves feels like someone who tries to do a bunch of new. And Nolan does sure, that the same way. Sure. And then obviously when new becomes your thing, that becomes like your calling card. Um, but I, I don't know about… The, I did have an issue with the soundtrack because, um, you know, while I get Edward Cullen vibes sometimes from, from the barely moving mouth of Bruce Wayne, uh, I, think it's, I think it's Selena's song sounds like a James Bond love song. Mm. It sounds like when James is looking into the eyes of uh, a Bond girl or something, and so I was just kind of like, "Oh, you didn't have to do that, you know? You you're <laughs> come up, you'd be more creative than that. Yeah, like you just ripped from from Bond, but that's fair. I didn't get that vibe, but that is fair entirely. Oh, trust me, I don't think you got any bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I got the two that I I got the two that I put off for sure. Yeah, but that that that's about I have it. a prediction. I bet. I bet y'all come down. I bet it's. I I think you're still high over time. I bet y'all come down. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably. That's. Yeah. That's I'm sure. Realistic. But it is good. It is such a relief, right? This is the, the long, breath out of being like, oh, they didn't blow it. Not yeah. only did they not yes. blow it, it was good. You know that's what? I, I think there's so much of that that comes into this too. Is like, I have been saying for literal years now, that I have lost all faith in. DC, specifically Warner Brothers, actually, to make a good DC movie. Mm. Um, especially when it comes to Batman. I haven't seen yeah. I haven't seen the James Gunn Suicide Squad. I know that apparently it's great. But it's good. I have just it's been I've been nothing but disappointed since every movie after the Man of Steel. See, WB is they need to just stop. I don't know why they're still trying to have why are you trying to look at all? Like the MCU. I know. Yes, everybody knows we're both making superhero movies, but it doesn't mean you have to try and be that because I, I, think, I watched yeah, a trailer. I think that's when DC succeeds the most. Y'all didn't have a trailer before your movies, I found out, Jordan. Is this correct? That's correct. There weren't trailers. Right. There were no trailers. So one of the things that they did, which you might have seen before, I think it was a Super Bowl spot, is DC was like, hey, 2022 is the year for heroes. They give a tease of the new Aquaman. They give a tease of uh, Black Adam. They give a tease of Flash. And then it also wrapped up in that they put this movie. Mm. And yes, it fit. is Batman. It is your IP. But I'm just like, my, and I found myself being like, please don't. Right. Please don't, please don't have him stand with these people. There's, there's a time for that. It's like, please don't put Tom Hart, don't put Furiosa in a Fast and Furious movie. You right. can make her Cypher. <laughs> she can be Cypher. That's great. Yeah. But don't yeah. bring my George Miller into your, Whoever's making the next <laughs> Michael your, Bayish, yeah, yeah, Fast and Furious. Yeah, type I thing. agree. I agree, and so, and I think there is just so much baggage with yeah. 
the Batman movies of the last, I mean, decade since, since Rises. It is, I have realized it is the, I feel like it is the collective cultural inheritance of the personality traits of said hero. I think just like with Peter Parker, how we just want to relate because he's just a normal guy. And then we know when, he, when you're doing it right, right? When he's, when you're just kind of going towards some of the charm of just being younger and ignorant. Like Batman just is a loner. Leave him alone. Yeah, right. It feels like it's metatextual. Hey, he doesn't want Stop to Stop touching be him. Yeah, right. Don't touch me. No, I think I agree. Pay me today. And I, I, by the way, 100% acknowledge <laughs> that I think my rating is touched by all of the things that we're mentioning. This yeah, I mean, normal. I think that's why I say that. I, I can't come to this as anything other than a Batman fan who's been let down by Batman's movie appearances for over 10 years at this point. I don't even count those, y'all. I get that, but I don't count those. Yeah, they're really not bad. I mean, there's a reason they weren't part of our Batman series, and it's not just because we reviewed them earlier. We wouldn't even count them among the ranks of these mm -hmm. movies sure. because what, they're bad. Yeah. What an interesting watch to watch a like a good series, a, a start to another series that is good after something was done really well. I know. Yeah. That's so fun because it's like there's there's an unfairness to it, but it's like, in whatever multiverse, like this couldn't have existed, I don't think, without something coming before. But when we look at things too narratively, like the environment, Gotham is New York, right? Are we just like Gotham is, we have Gotham Square Garden. Like they're yeah, basically- It's New York. And it looks exactly like the Empire State Building and things like that. How did right. y'all feel about that? Obviously, we have a much darker tone on everything. Doesn't bother me. I like this Gotham a lot. I mean, yeah. I, I think this Nolan's Gotham favorite. was pretty Chicago-y. Yeah, at points, and I really, this really is, appreciate. This, this is my this best. Is my favorite is still of Gotham. I think the best looking like yeah. clubs and stuff. It felt John Wick, didn't it? It did. Um, yeah. My uh, my favorite Gotham is is Burton's Gotham. Sure, but my uh, which you might as well say like the animated series Gotham. But this is my favorite Wayne Manor. Oh, how yeah, wonderful! Yeah. It's the penthouse, right? This? Yeah, it's not the yeah. manor. It's I like mean, it, his like, but it penthouse. It also feels like the Notre Dame. Yeah, totally. On the inside. It's just so fun. Totally. Yeah. Like shades of like Barcelona. And I was just like, oh my God. I, so, okay. What a brooding place. Here's a, here's a, here is, I think, a good idea uh, to avoid farleying over this movie. We have a lot of newcomers. Uh, and I think it would be good. I mean, it's a movie f full of exclusively newcomers. I think it'd be good to rattle off some of those newcomers um, and sort of some general thoughts about them um, as we sort of scoot towards shout announcements. Let's talk. Um, let's talk. Colin Farrell's Penguin just for a minute. Um, the word I would use is unrecognizable. Yeah. So. Yeah. What a strange decision to cast Colin Farrell in this role. That is. That is like, if I could give a super huh, it would be that for this movie. It's like that is like, it's not really a plus or a minus for me. But like, what a strange decision to bury an actor under like mountains of prosthetics, make them completely unrecognizable. Yeah, it's like if to play. It's like if Michael Sarah was Hercules. Well, I mean, it's like Tom Hardy was Bane. You know, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think Colin Farrell is doing a great job. <laughs> Please do not get me wrong. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. The, the penguin in this movie is a caricature. It's a really over the top performance. Right. Chelsea You're telling me Colin Farrell's the only one who can do that, and so we have to put him under these prosthetics? I'm down with it. Sounds like you don't like Colin Farrell. You don't want Colin Farrell to do no, well, That's not what I'm saying. That's I'm just that that's, like. a, that's a weird decision. I'm down with it. It worked for me. Uh, when he was uh, being <laughs> bad cop, bat-ish oh, cop, funny. 
Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. The humor um, in this movie was that, good too. Well, I think I think uh Oswald needs to be under your skin bullyish funny. Mm-hmm. And I think Colin yeah. is great at that. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. But like when he has his uh Ankles bound together a little bit, and he was waddling. Yeah, so he leaned over. She's like, like a penguin. Uh-huh. I was like, oh yep. my god! Uh-huh. Oh wait, by the way, sorry. I know it's farleying stuff, but I don't want to forget this either. The the weight of Batman's boots. Oh yeah, yeah. Hearing yeah. him before you see it's, him, it almost sounds like he's wearing spurs. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Chell said that. Too. Yeah, very good. Um, okay, he's like, this is my time. <laughs> 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 you better get out of here, for the question man. Jeffrey Wright's <laughs> Lieutenant Gordon. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright's Lieutenant Gordon is great. He's very good. Oh man, Jeffrey Wright's a great choice oh, for this role. Carter disagrees because it's not Carter. Great. It took it took a while. Here's the, no, it's not. <laughs> oof, I need to be careful because <laughs> it's like my favorite human. That was the other iteration, but. I think it was a build, and I think that's fun. Okay. And I wrote a note here, and this is my face because my face, like I'm kind of wincing a little bit, like, well, I don't know. Because he starts as just feeling worthless. It feels like he is not contributing anything but being like, I'm his in to be in these areas, so he'll do my job for me. Uh, but then when he's specifically getting him out of the prison, when he's, yeah, that that scene that just is boiling up, and just throws him against the window because you punched him like, in the face. Is, he's like, yeah. "This is not yeah." Uh, that's that's good. And he he's. It felt like I didn't want Commissioner Gordon to just rest on simply being a good guy who lets Batman and, do what he wants to do and trustworthy. Right. Like I yeah. do want if if we're ramping up like because this is by far and any review you read right now whether they liked it or not is talking about like this is Detective Batman. I'm seeing that all oh, the time. Absolutely right. So if you're going to do that, at least give my boy some Watson vibes early. Like it took a bit before it could be like you can even be here. Yeah. To me. Mm. Now, I'm saying the character itself. Of course, Jeffrey Wright is is perfect for sure. this. I think that's an instance where I come to this with too much metatextual knowledge to be able to take an objective stance there. You know what I mean? Like I come to this already knowing exactly who Jim Gordon is in the past 70 years of adventures he's had with Batman. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you're, I can't you're say, you know, I can't tell if he's this one. right, exactly. Yeah. I do think though, I mean the the GCPD show on HBO Max that's set a year before this, it's uh it's likely going to be the big drug bust uh that we later find out in this movie was was sort of a fake. Uh my money's on on Jim Gordon being kind of legitimized and credentialized throughout the course of that show. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Fine. I just I just wanted to respect boo, him quicker. Boo prequels. Yeah. Boo prequels, but yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah. Um yeah. also his line where Batman says no guns and he's like, "Yeah, man, that's like Yeah, your man, thing. that's your thing." Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good line. Pretty good line. Um all right, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. What an interesting career path for Zoe Kravitz because this is the second time she's, she's played, played Catwoman. Yes! I know. How funny is that? Not the so not Lego Batman's Catwoman we're talking about. We're talking about right. Okay, Batman's Zoe Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. in live action or in Lego? Yes. The live action Zoe. Okay, yeah. She yeah. she is a human touched by God. On <laughs> isn't she? Any on any category because here's what she did too because I think so the top tier of like iconic characters within the Batman world, Batman, Joker, Catwoman, 
Wouldn't you say Arguably. she's like top sure. three? Uh, I put Robin up there ahead of her. Really? I I could because of Burt Ward. Yeah. Yeah. So Zoe walks in. <laughs> Not Chris. Zoe walks in and somehow like takes the best elements of those that acted Selena Kyle really well, and then the ones that looked best in the outfit, and then the ones that were the most like she just kind of beat everyone to me. Sure. I I, I loved it. I think she was just. Now it's tough to like because Michelle Pfeiffer was on her own planet, <laughs> but I certainly like Zoe Kravitz more as Catwoman as Selena Kyle than uh, Anne Hathaway. I think. I think this this think iteration of Catwoman illustrated the shortcomings of the Anne Hathaway Catwoman yeah. pretty succinctly. In that, like, uh, my chief complaint with that was that oh, why do I care about her? I just met her this movie, and suddenly her her story is. It beginning, middled, and ended in one movie, and it, it feels yeah. like it's taking too much space. And we did the same thing with Catwoman here. Yeah, but oh my goodness, she's so much better in this. Yeah, yes, um, and the the fighting. I mean, that's oh, I mean, we'll get, we, we could talk about we'll our, our the, choreography we'll and cinematography. It's all another level. Yeah, but um, we got one more character to talk about. I, I would say to tack onto the Catwoman conversation, um, I just think that the biggest thing here is. Uh, Catwoman had char- had chemistry with Batman, which I think is fun and important. Legitimate chemistry. Yeah. 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 I really enjoyed that element. Yeah, I loved it. When, in a worse version of this, the last shot being Batman looking at Catwoman riding away, I would roll my eyes and say, are you kidding me? Yeah. But because it was so believable, I was sad for Batman. I was like, oh man, yeah. you're going to miss out on very- Catwoman? She's great. Very long Halloween. Very yeah. long Halloween. He was almost, were it not for stumbling upon this relationship with Selena Kyle, he was a throw of a bomb away from being completely alone. Yeah. Like if he had lost Alfred, he yeah. had nobody. And so he at least gets to still hold on to some kind of hope. Yeah. Right? It was kind of, it was wild to see him smile a little bit. I know. At the end. I know. It was good. Um, the final character that I want to just do a brief overview of is uh, Paul Dano's Riddler. And I don't know how you're brief about him, but man. I liked him way more as uh, out of his costume than than when he's in his costume. Okay. Like how we, if we're going to do like Bruce Wayne, and, and honestly, he makes some uh, similarities known to like uh, Batman. He feels like they're kind of the same. They wear the mask and… But I like. I thought his strongest moments were in Arkham, and I wish we had seen more of that, because I think there is a naturally eerie thing about Paul Dano's face. I know, poor yeah. Paul Dano. <laughs> so, and I wish, poor Paul. I wish that they would just stick with that, right? But you know what? I think having him in the mask for so long did help me differentiate, because he felt creepy like he did in Prisoners. Too, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, oh, he is phenomenal, and he fella. he understandably did a great job. And it looks like it's not the last that we'll see of him. I certainly hope either. not. Seems but he did good. The be. breathing. I always look for what what do I assume was an actor's like quirk. Right. I think ever since yeah, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal manifested that a little bit more with like facial tics or something that he likes to do. Mm-hmm. But it was I think it felt like a lot like Paul's breathing for Edward was yeah. just kind of like this. Everything's going according to plan. How exciting is this kind of fangirling about his own murders? Right. Because it's all coming. Like the booms from the, yeah. when he's watching the the vans blow up and kill the seawall, like that's just crazy, yep. which is what you needed it to be. 
I think it's interesting that like with the Dark Knight, we presented the Joker as kind of like the the biggest societal fear or kind of the ticking time bomb of sort of Western culture at that time. The anarchist terrorist, like we can't understand the motive behind this violence, the chief fear during the 2008-ish period. And here we present Riddler as somebody who has been radicalized by an online community on what yeah. appears to be some sort of dark web kind of thing. And it's like, Oof. I don't know, the, the way that Batman... Or is radicalizing uh, both, maybe rather. Or maybe is the is the force that is radicalizing people in Gotham. Uh, radicalized but like the, by Batman. The way that we present Batman as kind of standing in the gap between that that sort of dark unknown thing that we're afraid of and then the the order or the goodness i guess it's just i don't know it's interesting i think a, a much better podcast than ours probably would have some really good things to say about that <laughs> but instead we're just gonna make fart jokes but instead we're gonna be kind of goofy it is time to fart joke our way on into shout notes Shout announcements. That's the part where we do shout announcements. It's the part. Oh, just art. Shout announcements. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Love it. Who's, who's up it first? It is you first. That's what I thought. Just waiting to see if you guys would, would hold me to it. Hold me accountable, guys. You may have noticed that we've been watching every Batman movie. And if you're paying closer attention, you may have noticed that we're out of Batman movies now. Uh, a lesser podcast might say, <laughs> that's it, no more episodes. Uh, but we are not that podcast. And you get to decide if you're excited or upset about that. But there comes a time in every podcast listener's life where they don't need to watch the latest, biggest, most bombastic, loudest movie, but they need to return to a, an old comfy movie. Maybe slip it on like your favorite sweater or a well-worn pair of jeans. And you just know that when that movie is wrapped around you, you can be you. You can be yourself, no matter what's going on in the outside world. Amen. We're going to bring you a brand new series that we're super excited about, featuring our three comfiest movies, and that series is called Chooser's Choice for the Soul. We are the choosers. These are our choices, and they are what warms our souls. Mm -hmm. Carter's week is up first. Carter, will you tell us what we're watching next week and why yes. it warms your soul? It is my literal most watched movie of my entire life. And it warms my soul without giving too much away. And that it is just, it's just there to just have fun. This is the friend that you always know it's going to be a great time. They are 10 for 10 when you go out and they're just doing that wacky stuff they normally do. And then they've got some heart there. And you're like, man, that was poignant. I really appreciate you sharing that with me. Fifth Element. Uh, Finally. <laughs> is near and dear to my heart. It holds my favorite boy. Uh, it holds my uncle. Um, there's just a lot of great <laughs> things about it. A lot of great things ahead for Two Chunks. If you are a member of the Patreon, for that $3 tier, you're about to get the Lego Batman movie. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the several other bonus episodes that you can only have access to with that $3. You're also going to have a series soon, which I won't say just yet, in which you'll have the opportunity to vote. Twice. And anybody can vote. You can vote twice, just like the real government. When you pay, you can vote more. <laughs> Spicy. And the $5 tier, it's not mm. even a real thing. <clears throat> it's not even a real thing. The $5 tier 
like it's just, you just become a part of the community. I can't believe how it feels like every week somebody just joins. And how do y'all? It warms my heart a little bit. It feels good. Like, hey, everybody, say hey to say hey to you know blank blank is on. We're like oh blank, what's up, man? And I, there are it is now running without us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It does not need the three of us being active, and we try to be as much as often. In as fact, we I feel can. like the three of us are the three least interesting people on our Discord. <laughs> Feels that I way, and that's just that's just five bucks a month. If you are a couple that love our show, you don't have to both spend the five if you don't want. If you're trying to wrestle between who's it going to be, just pick one, and then you both can you know you can put the mask on. We're putting masks on this episode. You can just act like them, come in, have your opinions, you know, do whatever you want. Catfish us, please. Carter wants you to catfish us. Please catfish us. Just do that. You can be Darren and Stacey Rodriguez, the Discord account. Those are always my least favorite players in the circle, though, when it's two people. That does suck. I I love that every time that you're crazy. No, that that makes that sucks. You're crazy for that because they got somebody to bounce ideas. They got somebody to bounce ideas off of. That's fair. They're two losers that get to come back and try it again. You also have somebody. You also have somebody that can talk you out of something. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's not fair. No, I love it. No, I love it. You're crazy. You can get talked out of something you should. Listen, I know you love this. I know you love it. I can feel that you love it. So subscribe to it. Prove it. Prove your love with action. Subscribe today. And while you're there, it's very easy to rate and review right there. It takes you max Spotify 30 iTunes. seconds in total to subscribe, rate, and review. And then once you finish that up, you got 30 seconds left in that minute that you just promised me. I heard you promise it. In that 30 seconds, why don't you hit the share button on this episode and send it to a friend that you know watched the Batman. Let them hear what we have to say. It's very good or bad, depending on how they and you feel about it and us. And that's uh, that's as straightforward as I know how to be, you know? It doesn't get any simpler. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Home stretch. May I? S- I was already podcasting, and you just started talking. Yeah, I do that. That's sort of what podcasting is, though. What's the difference between talking and podcast? Microphone. When I podcast, when I podcast, I talk like this, and when I'm just talking to you guys, I talk like this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I talk like this. May I super pump? Yes, please. And it's mostly just because I missed the chance to do it earlier. I think that Robert Pattinson is my favorite Batman. Yeah. I love that. And I was not expecting to I come out that. of this movie with that feeling. Yeah. Guys, I am I am actor. he's a good actor. I, I know he's a good actor. His his Batman to me is like 
I was just not expect. I don't know why I wasn't. He's the Batman. I just wasn't expecting Batman. it. It really is. There's something about like his physicality, his presence on set, and there is that is not a descriptor I thought I would ever apply to Cedric Diggory, <laughs> but his. I don't know, guys. He's just like he absolutely is Batman. Even though when he's wearing the cowl, his his head does look like a light bulb. It is shaped a bit like a light bulb, but he's such a good Batman. Yeah, holy moly, it's great. This boy gets to kind of be in all of the biggest cultural phenomena. He does <laughs> for real, for real. Way to go, Rob. Let's talk. Let's talk one of the biggest elements of Batman, which is fighting. Can we talk cinematography? Or I'm sorry, choreography. Fight choreography. It's oh never my been gosh. this good. Yeah, it's the best it's, it's ever been. It's the best, Easily. right? Yeah. Never been this It's good. aggressive. Yeah. It's fast. Um, but it's also believable. I didn't see a whole lot of stunts He's that stretched get- imagination here. All it took was bad guy shoot gun at him. That's all it takes. Just people to shoot him. That's true. Nobody is shooting him. In all of the Nolan movies, people just don't… Y'all, you just happen to come across a bunch of thugs that these modern times, we can only find machetes and bats. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's a great point. Like these people were, and I mean, he's taking, he's taking massive rounds to the chest. And like, I, I just want to see more of the scars and stuff. There's so much imagery too. It's, it's, it was so fun. But yeah, she, Selena is like just using her legs most of the time, yeah. I think. <laughs> Yeah, she, she's very kick forward. Um, very heavy in the kick factory over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, him in the hall is so daredevil. Him in the hall is very daredevil. Him lit only I'm by trying to gun, find, gunshots. I'm trying to find our fight choreographer, and I can't find it on IMDb. Mm. This is another instance of this website letting me down. Him underneath the subway rescuing the man at the beginning of the movie was very good. The fight scene on the scaffolding in Gotham Square Garden… Um, before and after the adrenaline shot is just so um they did a good job so balancing cool. the he's really fast but it sounds like he hits like a truck <laughs> yeah uh the guy sitting so next good. to me uh, at our showing was speculating that that could have been venom that batman injected into himself oh like bane's I, venom like bane like bane's venom which Maybe me no thinky so. Um, me me no thinky either. Although it was fluorescent green, it was that. Which feels like a weird choice to make adrenaline fluorescent green if you're not going to say that this might be venom. So true. who knows? That's true. I'm going to go with mm. doubt it, but I, that's I'm I'm also going to go with that's doubt a very it, valid yes. guess. I'll tell uh, to that man's credit next to you. That's a very valid guess. Um, as valid as anything else at this point, because what else do we know? You know. Did this feel like the most fearless Batman? He's just walking into clubs. And yeah, yeah, I'm with you. He's in rooms with cops. Can I use a different he's word? He's not avoiding anything. Reckless, yeah. perhaps? Sure. Th- this felt… Yeah, he does exhibit legitimate fear in this. Confident. He talks about he's the most he's been that scared in a long this, time. This feels like the yeah, Batman… When reckless. he knocks on the door and fights the twins, um, that whole scene of just like, no, nah, I'm coming in, so… Let's go ahead yeah. and do this. Right right, now. And that he gets to say, "Do you know who yeah. I am?" As Batman and as Batman. Hey boys, that's a three beat. We haven't had a three beat watch <clears throat> in a while, but that's a three beat for sure. Because we get the first one, establish the pattern of Batman. Do you know who I am? And he beats him up. The second instance is Bruce Wayne himself showing up. Do you know who I am? 
And the third instance, we subvert our established pattern. Batman knocks on the door. Uh-oh, we don't know where he is. We go out and look for him, and we get got from the shadows. Bam. It's pretty good. Bam. 3B, what baby. What if God was one of us? What you if? Know? You know? <laughs> what if the scenes in Penguin's Club were very cool because I do think that something that has been missing from Batman live-action movies is this element of not an uneasy truce between Batman and crime families necessarily, but like a a coexistence that has to happen where it can't just be like fight on sight every time Batman sees Penguin, every time uh, like somebody at the club sees right. Batman. Like the fact that he can walk through in costume and nobody's like, who's the bat freak? Like that he can just come in and get like the, Batman's. Get the bat. Right, yeah. Like <laughs> somebody, throw, somebody throw the bat out the door. It's the same thing with like Batman's being welcomed into crime scenes where it's like, this man is out of place, but a welcome part of this situation. And I think yeah. that's something that we've lacked before is like Batman yeah. must, in order to have personal relationships with his some of his villains, must have sit-down, non-threatening conversations with them occasionally. Yeah. How'd y'all feel about the bat tech? Oh, I liked it. I thought it was great. I liked it. it felt yeah, really I liked it very gritty. much. Yeah. Batmobile, how do we feel about the Dude, bat I liked it. mobile? I thought it was pretty cool. Being a muscle I car, old, I thought that was very cool. Old Bruce Toretto would have been <laughs> Yeah, he was riding right. for his Bat family for right. sure. The, the car chase <laughs> where he chases Penguin is the closest thing to a car chase horror movie I've seen ever. I've never seen Christine, but uh, other than that, this felt like a car chase horror. It felt like if Michael Myers was driving a car chasing somebody. If Michael Myers was Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Oh my it's like, I thought you were about to sing Life is a Highway. <laughs> that would have been, would have been better. That would have been better. I do want to pump Greg Frazier, our cinematographer oh here. Goodness. It stands out to me a lot here in this car chase. The way that this is framed and the way that it's shot is absolutely fantastic. Gorgeous. But overall, Immersive. our cinematography work on this movie is just fantastic. Let's talk about the volume a little so bit. Immersive. Let's talk about our involvement yeah. of the volume here. We shot a lot of things on the volume. The The sunrise over Gotham was shot on the volume, the, the, oh, the cool. big LED stage that we created for The Mandalorian. Do you think they got charged uh, a premium for that since they are not Disney? Absolutely. Disney rinsed that stuff out at a high cost yeah. for sure. But it looks so good, right? That's so much really better than awesome. a green screen. It, you can tell that that's not green screen. Yeah. yeah. That's going to... The volume is currently, and I think will continue to change how we shoot fictional locations. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a complete game changer. Yeah. It's, it's going to make the green screen feel so silly mm -hmm. and archaic. Like, can you imagine looking back through like film history and be like, they had to do this. <laughs> yeah. Talk to they added it later. Yeah. Where were the LED screens? What? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, what are they interacting with? Their imagination? The shots on the volume are great. The cinematography in general is really great. The way that we play with um, mm -hmm. like shadows and angles specifically when it comes to Batman being on the hunt is a yeah, lot of fun. There's there's so many ways we play with shadows. There's one point when he is pushing the table in after yes. Alfred's been really hurt. And as he's pushing it in, we see, I wonder if they were just like, hey, Rob, can you do that? Can we get a shot of that? Do you realize how much your shoulders look like wings when you do that? <laughs> like the way that the bones were coming through his yep. back. Just felt so like gothic yeah. and lean. I like a leaner, 
he 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 was lean enough and not too buff that it's like I was cool with it. I agree. This is the this is the probably skinniest Batman we've had. Yeah. Uh, and I was wondering how that was going to translate as someone who can just beat the heck out of you. Well, especially because Rob's quoted as saying like, yeah, I didn't really like work out or train for Batman. <laughs> mm. <laughs> really? Are you sure that was a good plan? Turns out, yes, it was I a mean, good plan. Turns out it worked turns out. out. It worked the suit out does most of the work for you. Yeah. I would and say. you're fine. <laughs> Head to toe body armor doesn't really matter what your pecs look like underneath, I, I guess, right? RDJ's getting really heavy. his pump on before he steps into the iron suit. No, thank you. <laughs> I yeah I think do you think he's getting his pump on before they just shoot a bunch of videos of his head in a green screen <laughs> right. and then CG an iron robot in every Would scene? Would look better if they shot his head in the volume instead. That's what a lot of people don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why those movies are terrible. And I, there I said it. Are so bad? I'm a DC I'm a boy. D- I'm such a. D- I've always been such a DC get out of here. No, um, I think. I, I want to spend just another moment with our cinematographer here, specifically talking about the jigsaw trap of the, um, was it the DA that rolled up in his car with the like head bomb? Yes. That whole uh-huh. scene, the way it's shot, Ooh, the, the way church. that it's uh, scored, the way that it is written is so unbelievably tense. That scene was almost a super It's a for me. good yeah, it, the tension is high. The nerves are high. Rob is at a ten the whole time. Um, In terms of tension, I think the closest, the closest Batman we've gotten to that. In terms of just like unbelievable tension, two bombs, is, two boats. No, I was going to say the bomb in the stomach. Oh uh, yeah, in the in the prison in the Dark Knight yeah. when Joker finally escapes from prison. Yeah, that or is from a, jail. That I is guess. Good, yeah, a good parallel. I'd like to super pump if that's okay with the class. It's a little long-winded, so bear with me. Um, no, usually so. Usually so. Concise. It starts with um, the young boy, the son of the former mayor. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get another three beat. We get Batman looking at the young boy who just lost his dad. We get Batman saving the young boy from the car, and then we get Batman rescuing the young boy and pulling him out from under the rubble in Gotham. Um, and it was like he's just, he's just putting a hand out. We, we don't, don't know, know who boys down there. That Although I'll tell you this, I yeah. definitely knew whose hand he was, he was going to grab. But that doesn't change yeah. anything for me because this is an element. It's JG. It's just a good <laughs> Gordon Lovett. He just pulled out. <laughs> he's like, by the way, I'm a Robin. There is a moment in this movie where Bruce's narration at the very end says something that I think is so important. And Carter, here's your bingo card. This is the most correct any Batman movie has ever gotten this element of this character. And it is the turn, Batman's turn at the end when he says, you know what I realized? I changed the city in the way that I wanted to change the city with a completely different method than I planned for. Because I thought Mm -hmm. that, I'm butchering this because I don't have it in front of me, but he says, I thought that fear was the way that I was going to inspire change and protect the city. But it turns out, what I have inspired and what I need to continue to inspire is hope because that's what's going to change yeah. this city. And like, I'm watching it and I just wanted to start clapping, which I didn't because I'm not a freaking psychopath. But um, man, that's so good. That is animated series Batman. That is Kevin Conroy's spirit coming through this Batman, this idea that Batman can be scary to bad people and yeah. inspire hope and fearlessness in good people. Yeah. 
is everything I have wanted from this character and yeah. didn't really remember that I was missing until Batman decides to take a leap and cut that wire so that nobody dies, fall potentially to his death, who knows, and then get up and immediately... Yeah. I think for me, it's it's the shot of a muddy Batman still there the next day pulling people out from the rubble. He's not back in his Batcave watching on the news going, whew, nobody caught me, thank goodness. He's still there yeah. muddy and dirty pulling people out and helping them get onto choppers. And when that woman on the stretcher grabbed his hand and was like, she was scared of going in the helicopter and wanted Batman to stay with her. That's crazy. That's just good writing. Yeah. I don't know, man. That yeah. yep. th for me, that he, is the the cloudying moment for me that has ruined my ability to objective or yeah, to objectively <laughs> view this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think this was the most dense with imagery of a Batman movie we've, we've ever had. And one of those scenes that comes after he takes the boy's hand and now we start to you know, our, it's, it's kind of brilliantly shot and manipulated that we have this, you know, torch that he's yeah. set off that everyone's following him. And it just looks like rats. Yeah, that shot from above. That have just got yep. done with the rat race. All of the shots from above when the whole point was there was a significant uh, influence as to rats in his environment for Edward <laughs> and for him to like, to have those above shots of just them looking helpless like just little bodies yeah. like and then for him to be the one who carries the torch and guides imagery. their way out it's really yeah, good i really good. really love the entire i would say the the specifically the last like 20 minutes of this movie are some perfect batman content for for old jordan oh yeah over here so devil's advocate for you sure it does batman not inspire that same kind of hope and the same kind of like no this is our city and it's not going to fall to you know, the criminal element or whatever. Does Batman not ins inspire that same kind of vibe to folks at the end of The Dark Knight? Or would you say that that's no, more like he's Harvey been villainized Dent? Now. I'm talking about like before he's oh, been sure. villainized. Like, so, like he, on the, the boat when they choose not to pull each other he up. He definitely does. Here's the difference is I think this Batman has decided he's going to do it on purpose and that he wants people to feel hope when they see Batman. Hmm. Whereas I think the other one was just a byproduct of what was happening. And I hmm. think that's a... I, I think especially when it comes to a character like Batman mindset can make all the difference. You know, I, I think that the dark Knight he believed he, he believed he could. So he, so did. he did. I think you know, the dark, the think dark Knight him. Batman is inspiring hope because he's inspiring hope because he's saving a city. And I think that the Batman Batman is doing the same thing, but has now seen it's like when the monsters figure out that laughter is more powerful than screams. They could yeah. do it on purpose. Yeah. Now we can do it for real now. Yeah, totally. Can I tell you something in the last 20 minutes of this movie that I I feel is decidedly not perfect Batman content? Sure. I didn't love the Joker. I didn't either. I really, didn't really either. didn't care for the Joker. The, the laugh silhouette was that we really got, bad. The laugh wasn't there for me. The silhouette that the we got, the, bad. the weird little head movements and it stuff. It looked like a marionette. It looked, it looked like, like a, a marionette. It looked like Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin more than anything else to me. It, it really, really looked like Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin. Interesting. And I and just, I don't know, guys. We we absolutely did not need that Joker. I agree with that scene at all. No, he doesn't. Like, I don't even think Joker needs to be in this series. Personally, it's sure. too fresh, is it not? It's, I'm it's okay to give him a break. 13 years old. Joker's won two old. Oscars in the last 15 years. 
you know, it's like well, yeah. I mean, it's fresh. It's polarizing. It's no longer fresh off Heath Ledger, but it's it's fresh off Joaquin Phoenix winning an Oscar for that role. I don't even count that because it's different to me. But I hear what you're saying. It's fresh. It's fresh off Jared Leto <laughs> mailing a we a ma- mailing Wemo oh, covers to so his co-stars. Damaged though. That's the thing you don't he's get so about him. Edgy, though, is dude. That he's he's so, but yeah, but he's got this, long hair. And, it is, and now he's in the desert and he's in four by three because Zack Snyder's a genius. you don't dude. Zack shot that dude. Zack shot that himself. It's <laughs> <laughs> his backyard. You don't get it. Uh, COVID happened. No, I just think. It's Barry. It's Barry. It's our boy Barry Keegan. Keoghan. Keoghan. Which feels like Who a good I'm pick. still stoked about, just not this it's particular a good, delivery. It's a good pick. The direction there, I, I think, was not great to me. Yeah. But it's so hard, right? Like, it, the Joker is one of those roles that no matter what, the first time I see it, the, no matter what, like, the first couple of frames that the new Joker is on screen— the the gut reaction from everybody is Heath. well that's not the Joker that's not he that's not the Joker that's you not know Jack so, that doesn't sound like Mark time will tell I guess but sure. yeah super dump super dump is the inclusion of that oh, Joker really? scene yeah uh, we we did not need that at all and to me that that is the the WB of it all I agree with that one hundred like we need you to we need you to tease a sequel we need to Joker feed the forums there, yeah yeah I, not a fan of that. You know, WB That's stands scary. for Wet Beeves, um, which is Matt wow. Reeves' pen name. Wow. He's been behind it the whole time. I'm just kidding. I really appreciate Matt Reeves and the work he has done here. Yeah, I, was I really say, like I love Matt Reeves. <laughs> I think he's done a really great job. And I think he has taken on a Sisyphean task. Absolutely. Yeah. And has come out the other side uh, no worse for wear and perhaps even a bit better for it. So... Yeah, maybe I have a higher opinion of him now than I did going in. M- Matthew, thank you for your work. I appreciate you. That was great. It is yeah, Matt, time. Matt, we know you listen. I thank had you. To, uh, it is time to rate this. Well, I was just going to say, I recently went to the doctor to have a Sisyphean task drained. Because wow. it was just, I could hardly see. Hey, I'm glad you stopped the podcast for that one. We were going to, we were moving right ahead. <laughs> and I, I am so glad you stopped us. You, I am your dog when he's taking trash that you're not totally sure where it came from. He's like, it doesn't matter where it came from. You're not supposed to do it. <laughs> Way to go, Bear. I guess I guess we can't leave yet because I've got to find out where the other parts are. <laughs> look what you did. And I'm just like looking down. I can't like, can't look at you. I refuse. You. No eye contact. You're trying not to laugh because it's kind of cute. You don't want to encourage yeah. it though. With the laughter, you don't want to make him think it's like it. okay to do because yeah. just pop Well, I'm not going to give him a treat or I'm not going to click the clicker or anything, you know? Sure. Yeah. It's like a middle ground. It is time to rate this movie using the scientific cinema scale, which utilizes science and it is perfect and it is as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy, buy that poster. poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it and then stream it. And after that is forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken, forsaken us. I'll go. And I'm afraid of this rating. I don't like that I'm doing this mm-hmm. because it means the movie won. Sure. And I don't, I don't want to have a reputation of, oh, those guys are just superhero fans. They love any superhero <laughs> stuff. They're I so encourage you to go listen to our Zack Snyder review if you're concerned about that. <laughs> I don't want to have a personal brand of that dude just loves Batman because he loves billionaires. But I loves. 
I'm gonna buy the poster for the Batman. Guys, this is really good. It's a really good movie, and I'm planning my next trip to the cinema to see it again. Oh, fun. Jordan? Sure. Yeah. Um, with full legal acknowledgement that uh, with time, sleep, and distance, this could change uh, in any direction, really. Um, and there's every chance in the world that a sequel to this comes out so bad it makes me retroactively dislike this. That is possible. So mm -hmm. this rating could be shifted by pain in the future. However, I choose to stand Damn. in my truth now. And my truth is that I am buying the poster for Matt Reeves' mm -hmm. The Batman. Doesn't that suck? Like, don't you feel a little bit like, man, I hate that I that hate it did because it's me. DC, who I, Warner Brothers specifically, who I am mad at. <laughs> I am feuding with DC right yeah. now. If friendship ended with DC, Marvel is my best friend now. Um, yeah, I, I am buying the poster. I really, I really was kind of blown away by this. Um, especially as a Batman movie specifically, I think I would say like, there's so much, there's so much that goes into these ratings and, um, I stand by like the dark Knight is a better film. It's a better movie, but as a Batman experience specifically, but even just the Batman yeah. movie, I'm buying the poster. Yeah. I'm going to yep. buy it. And it is because while it, I mean, it was so good and I was so relieved that it was mm -hmm. so good, but there were multiple things that I was like, I could use more mm -hmm. of. I could have had this look a little bit differently. And I think for a lot of the movies that I buy the poster, it's kind of hard for me to think of things like, I think I don't really like the Gordon trajectory. I think he should have had his business figured out early on. I think we have had a, should have had way more Andy Circus. We certainly had room for he it. He was fantastic, by the way. I, I think, don't think we talked I about think, him in our character roundup. Yeah. He, uh, I think Pattinson could use a little bit more of an Edward exercising. Um, but it's so good. And I think, too, I picture myself getting to the second installment. Maybe they fix the Joker and figure that out or retroactively go back and say, we're not actually doing Joker. Let's do something that Matt Reeves might lean into in a new mm -hmm. kind of way or just something new altogether and be like, oh, this is a buy the poster. Sure, yeah. If, the, if they like do the Dark Knight after like, oh. the Batman begins. Yeah, sure. I think that's yeah, very so, possible. What, I'm not trying to call my shot and say I'm going to like the next one. What more, a nice but. experience it was to leave a movie theater watching a Batman movie and be like, yes. More of that, please. Yes, they did it. Give me more of it, please. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I've thought about it a lot. Uh, it's been about 48 hours since I saw the movie and I thought about it a lot. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad. I'm glad we all seem to enjoy this movie. I was a little nervous that I was going to come in hotter on it than maybe my friends. And it's nice. It's nice. Than me. Good. I mean, let's be honest. Than me. I understand. I was I'm confident I would be higher on it than you were. And yet it seems that we are pretty dead even here. Which yeah, I think speaks I like more to too. Batman than it does to either of I us. I know. I think probably to Batman as an IP. <laughs> that's, that's to credit the character. <laughs> like if this movie didn't fart and fall down, we'd be like, this is a pretty good Batman movie if I'm being honest it's with you. It's honestly the best Batman movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carter's buy bolstered my poster more than he even knows because he doesn't yeah. come with the same baggage that I do. And so the fact that he was like, it's honestly yeah. a pretty good movie. I was like, Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. When you're like, no. Uh, Batman's a better Batman's wingsuit is cool. But this was a better Batman. I was like, well, Carter, on behalf of the movie <laughs> podcast, 
gives this a buy. I'm not going to point fingers, but somebody forgot to stop their recording timer before the beep happened. And it was me. That timer does mean it's wrap-up time. And here's my favorite way to wrap up an episode. And it's telling you, thanks for joining us on our Batman series. Please do join us on our next series beginning next week. Chooser's Choice for the Soul beginning with Batman's. What? With Carter's? No. (laughs) (laughs) You have given me the greatest Beginning with Bat Carter's uh, choice. The fifth L. Hey, we promised no superheroes in this one. We've been kind of doing superheroes for since Thanksgiving. I'm done. Yeah. I don't. No superheroes for a little bit for us. I want to talk about superheroes (laughs) for a minute. Um, Very excited about this next series. It's going to be, it's one that I've been... Yeah. We've kind of been like mulling over for a while and I think it's going to be really interesting and uh, a nice little insight into the psyche. You can say you can say what it's called. You don't have to like dance. I did already. I did like maybe a minute ago. He called oh, did it you? that. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I don't I wasn't to, doing the thing. Me talking. Doge, it's when you were playing Elden Ring. Is when oh, when I was, I was just defeating the tree sentinel really quick. He's so easy. To end yeah. today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and one nice thing about Jordan. Uh, for two chunks and a hunk, I'm Jordan, and I think he is, he's got a good heart. <laughs> he is a got a good heart. <laughs> he is a got a good heart. It's a me, a good heart. I'm Doge, and Jordan is so confident uh-huh. in uh-huh. the things he says yep. and thinks. Yep. I'm Carter, and speaking on confidence, I think when Jordan decided to come back after retiring mm. and yeah. would then win three more championships, I was like, this, this he's a demigod. Like, yeah. this is the will, the grit after all of that. And I think that's why, yeah, he's just the greatest to have ever done it. Can I actually that change my name? I, is Michael. I was going to say the best thing. Is that thing, what people yeah. call him? The My best favorite thing about, basketball player ever about is Jordan. Michael. <laughs> You're going to go out and buy your Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, Doge has something funnier. I was going to I was gonna change mine Dennis to Rodman be. Rodman and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was going to change mine to be my favorite thing about Jordan was when he hung his shoes on the telephone line and they got zapped by lightning and they made that kid really good at basketball. What's that movie called? It's not called Like Jordan. It's called Like... It's called Like Old Michael. Michael. (laughs) Like Old Michael. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.